Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, June 29th. Five states held primary elections yesterday, sort of bringing on this short summer hiatus in the primary season, and we have very important lessons to learn from the voters. So there were primary elections in Colorado, Illinois, New York, Oklahoma, and Utah yesterday, and the results are beginning to tell us certain things about the current political landscape. Colorado, coming on the heels of Georgia, was perhaps the most interesting because in the state of Colorado, the Republican primary voters rejected sort of outright election deniers. Now, there are people who have made the echoing and repeating and selling of Donald Trump's lie about the 2020 election that it was somehow fraudulent or stolen, which it was not, the centerpiece of their political identity, the centerpiece of their candidacy. That is different than Republicans who are sort of playing footsie with Donald Trump because they don't want to piss him off or alienate his supporters. So, you know, they make sure to mention election integrity as sort of a buzzword in their stump speech, but they have not put sort of a daily assault on the truth of the 2020 election front and center as their main identifying characteristic as a Republican candidate. And I think that it's important to understand and see the differences. And what we saw now in Colorado last night, specifically in the Secretary of State's race, where Tina Peters, I don't know if you remember Tina Peters, but I mean, this is a full-on election denier. She actually had been banned from overseeing elections in her county in Colorado, but that didn't stop her from running to oversee elections statewide as the Republican nominee in Colorado for Secretary of State. Well, she lost and lost badly. We saw this play out in the Senate primary as well. Democrats were investing a ton of money and hoping that Ron Hanks, the far more extreme Republican and a total election denier, would actually emerge the winner because they would think that then Michael Bennett, the incumbent Democrat, had a much better shot of simply doing away with Ron Hanks without having a competitive race. Joe O'Day, the more moderate establishment style Republican, one who actually supports abortion rights, he won the Republican primary. So there was a rejection by Colorado Republicans for these election deniers. That is also what we saw in Georgia. And so the question now becomes, what's happening inside the Republican primary electorate? There may be a small slice that will stay devoted to this lie, but it's clearly not the winning slice. Now, this isn't true everywhere. We saw Doug Mastriano win his Pennsylvania gubernatorial primary, and he's a clear election denier. And there are other examples also. But I think as the primary season is moving forward, it is going to be a very interesting thing to watch. The other big results last night were in Illinois, where Donald Trump's preferred gubernatorial candidate for the Republican nomination there won. Darren Bailey, state senator, Donald Trump was just touting his backing for him when he was out in Illinois just prior to the primary at his rally. And listen to Donald Trump here promoting Bailey's candidacy. Darren is just the man to take on and defeat one of the worst governors in America, J.B. Pritzker. He's one of the worst. Darren is a fearless supporter of the Second Amendment and a tireless champion of religious liberty. He will crack down on the violent crime that is devouring our Democrat-run cities and restore the state of Illinois to greatness. 
Darren has my complete and total endorsement. Bailey is now going to take on the Democratic incumbent governor there, J.B. Pritzker, who has endless amounts of money to spend as he attempts to win re-election this year. But take note, Donald Trump still is a force, probably the biggest force inside the Republican primary electorate, and he can boost candidates like Darren Bailey. It's just that I think the lesson we're seeing here from voters is that if it's only about the election fraud claim, if that's what your candidacy is only about, that's not sufficient for Republican primary voters. Darren Bailey, definitely of the MAGA mold and was able to ride that to a very impressive primary victory in Illinois. Donald Trump's preferred candidate in the member-on-member race between Congresswoman Mary Miller and Congressman Rodney Davis prevailed. That's Mary Miller. She handily defeated Rodney Davis in that member-on-member primary, and she did so again with the backing of Donald Trump. Listen here to Miller's victory address, courtesy KMOV. Tonight, we took on the D.C. establishment. We took on the fake news media. We took on the special interests from the swamp, and we won! Some notes on the Democratic side. There was also a member-on-member Democratic primary for the 6th Congressional District in Illinois. Sean Kasten defeated Marie Newman. She was a progressive warrior, if you will, inside the Democratic Party. She's a freshman, and she is losing her job. And finally, in New York, the Giuliani name will not move forward, at least this election cycle. Andrew Giuliani, the son of the former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, and of course, a key figure in this entire January 6th investigation in his role as Donald Trump's personal attorney during that time, he lost to Lee Zeldin, Republican congressman from New York, had a pretty resounding victory in New York, and he will emerge as the Republican nominee facing a massive uphill battle against the incumbent governor, Democrat Kathy Hochul. Two other quick political notes for you before we go. One, be sure to look for Liz Cheney's big speech tonight. The Wyoming Republican, who you know is in a battle for her political life back home. She's got an August 16th primary and really may lose her job over the sort of pro-democracy stance she has taken in separating herself from Trump and her party as a leader in this January 6th investigation. She's addressing the Reagan Library tonight out in California. It's part of a series they've been doing with potential 2024 Republican presidential candidates. Listen for how Liz Cheney frames her vision for the Republican Party tonight. That's one note to watch. And the other is John Wood. This is the former senior investigator of the January 6th House Select Committee. Today, he officially announced he's entering the Missouri Senate race as an independent candidate. This is because, as we've discussed on this podcast, there is real concern among Republicans, which Wood is a conservative Republican, that Eric Reitens, the former disgraced governor in Missouri, who battles sort of scandalous and salacious headlines on a daily basis, whether with his divorce and custody proceedings or this recent controversial video he put out showing violence with guns and folks in militia gear as he was, quote unquote, hunting rhinos, Republicans in name only. There's a real concern that Greitens can emerge as the winner of the Republican primary and that it would be devastating for Republicans in this deep red state if he were the nominee. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.